Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end of Transformers Armada. It is episode 52, Mortal Kombat. This episode was written by Ryo Motohira, and the last time on Transformers Armada, Unicron and Sideways were finally defeated, but by the Minicons and not the Transformers, leaving Galvatron eager to restart his fight with Optimus. And in this episode, I love that Hotshot's like, I don't know where Optimus is, I don't know if he's okay, but hey, let's all go home for some R&R. Yeah, for R&R, he says, and back inside Unicron, because he's still flying around in space, back inside Unicron, Galvatron's like, there can only be one, all that Highlander stuff, like only one leader of the universe, and there's only two possible options, either me or you, Optimus, and uh, he knows that because he's been to the other side of the universe and back, and there's <laughs> nobody else that could do it. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is this whole episode is classic Galvatron slash Megatron in Armada of like, dude, shut up and shoot someone. Yes. <laughs> I will say this, when we get to the combat eventually, it's really good. Mm-hmm. But right now, he talks and talks and talks and talks. Yep, and he tells us the only reason he ever joined Optimus was to get rid of Unicron, and Alexis like points out, well, Starscream sacrificed himself because he wanted the Transformers to live in peace, and Galvatron's like, yeah, he was a fool, and I don't care. It still doesn't change the fact that there can only ever be one ruler of the universe, and that's gonna be me. <laughs> Optimus even has a clutching pearls moment where he's like, Calvatron, are you saying you <laughs> used me to defeat Unicron? Yeah. Um, which does lead to a really neat shot of like the two of them standing there, panning over, and their faces superimposed. It's, it's, it's artistic. Um, but, Paul, is this the first time Optimus has had a new color, like a paint job? Well, he looks very dark blue, I thought. Yeah, it's the first or time like I noticed it. Not really dark, but it's kind of a, a grayish blue. Yeah, I... I Noticing that now, too. And Carlos has a really stupid line here. He's like, I thought things would go back to normal once Unicron was gone. Like, they are, Carlos. This is normal <laughs> as far as you know. Like, this has been the status quo for millions of years. Yeah, really. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I also, I like and don't like, um, like, Fred has a line here where it's just, they're so phoning it in. It's like, Fred says, can't, I think he even says, I know this is cliche, or I know it's over the, you know, expected, but are we going to eat? It's like, <laughs> come on. Just at least, this is the last Fred line. Give them something good, but they don't. And uh, Galvatron reminds Optimus of what Unicron said, that as long as hatred exists between them, he'll never be defeated. Uh, Unicron, that is. Uh, But that means if they both just turned around and went their separate ways right now, he'd never come back, right? I guess, but but then Galvatron has this bit where he's like, admit you love war as much as me, so maybe it's like they have it in their hearts, and they, like, even if they... Yeah, it's kind of like what Sideways was trying to... Get Optimus to admit, it's like you're you're a warrior. You like to fight. Just admit it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, outside Unicron starts to move, and Hotshot says, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's do nothing." <laughs> but it might be their opportunity to get inside to look for Optimus. But yeah, they don't do anything. But yeah, don't wait. No, they're back on the Autobot ship, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And I think Scavenger <laughs> even at one point says, "Maybe we should get the ships ready." And Hotshot's like, "No." Nothing. Well, he thinks this might be his opportunity to get inside to look for Optimus. And and, uh, when he goes to leave, though, Jetfire just slugs him in the gut and he's like, you're not going anywhere because Optimus left you in charge. You can't leave. 
I'll go. <laughs> so he goes, oh, and then uh, Cyclonus joins, because I guess Cyclonus wants some of the glory. Uh, so then we go back to Megatron, and Megatron, for whatever reason, suggests the humans take cover, or uh, Megatron, Galvatron, when really he should just stomp them. Well, yeah, you would think it would be simple as that, but uh, they're not going anywhere. And besides, Optimus isn't going to fight. Are you, Optimus? And then Optimus is pretty well like... Thanks for everything, kids. Now beat it so we can fight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Takes a while to get there, but that's essentially what he says. Yeah. He, um, he entrusts the Minicons with the task of protecting the humans. Remember that. And then, uh, yeah, it's this whole thing of, like, uh, Galvatron's right, kids. As long as we exist, I'm, you know, I guess, guess basically he says, I'm going to kill myself, kids. Leave. And they <laughs> do. I never even thought of it that way. I thought he was going to fight Galvatron. But, yeah, I guess that would work, too. But back outside, Unicron starts transforming again and inside things start shaking and optimus tells galvatron it ends here and now and then he takes out the matrix and throws it away for some reason yeah i don't know why there's a whole thing later with the going through space that makes no sense but what happens here is pretty awesome optimus opens fire blasts megatron back charges him and puts a knee into galvatron's head oh yeah boot to the head boot to the head right into the wall but Galvatron gets back up, and uh, Optimus tries the magic rainbow atomic Hadouken, but again, they just blasted each other from opposite sides of the screen, and everything flashes yellow. That's right, folks. It's magic atomic rainbow Hadouken versus Dick Cannon on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. They'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> so then Jetfire and Cyclonus arrive just as the kids emerge from Unicron in some kind of Minicon magic. Yeah, it's like this little green portal thing, and they come out onto the surface, and I guess they tell them about what's going on inside, because now we're flying back, and... For some reason, though, when even when the Decepticons find out Galvatron is still alive and he's fighting Optimus, they don't immediately attack the Autobots. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's going to get even worse later, but um, Hotshot orders the whole fleet to engage in what he calls a surgical strike. I guess, I can't remember if it was last episode of this one. They figured out, oh, Unicron has a, a weak spot yeah. on his neck. Well, even then, though, it takes Hotshot kind of a while to get there because he's having like this, what do I do? What do I do? What if I make the wrong choice? Ah, fuck it. We're moving out, boys. <laughs> it's, it's a dumb scene or a dumb monologue, but the shot is actually kind of cool. It's Hotshot sitting under like all black background and he's under a soul light. It's a pretty neat shot as a, a close zoom in. But uh, then we go back to Optimus and Galvatron and uh, Galvatron shoots at Optimus. Then he charges and they both slam into a wall. Optimus grabs Galvatron's tank treads and Galvatron just starts to spin them. Mm -hmm. And kind of doing that, I think it was um, Bumblebee did that in, in Animated with somebody, didn't they? Oh, oh who, somebody did that in Animated or Prime, I forget which one it was. Optimus uh, put his shin up to, I think it was Megatron's face and just revved his wheels. And it's very much like that, except at this time when Megatron revs his treads, Optimus clenches down, stops them, and rips them off his shoulder. Yeah, and then just spin kicks Galvatron across the room, and then he throws what I thought looked like a spool into Galvatron's gun, and it's kind of like Elmer Fudd with the carrot and the fucking gun. Just, when he goes to fire, it blasts him back through the wall. 
Oh, yeah, and he lays there. You see the dick cannon ripped open. Painful imagery. But he lays there kind of laughing, saying, that's the Optimus I know. Come on, let it out, buddy. Kind of going like Dark Sith Lord on him. Yeah. And Optimus starts advancing on Galvatron, and then he hears Sideways' voice in his head saying, something, something, you love evil, blah, 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 commercial break. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, Galvatron grabs Optimus by the throat with his... Go-Go Gadget stag beetle horns and <laughs> just scrapes them up the wall and across the ceiling and then just slams them one on the other side. And then Optimus snaps them off, wields them as swords, and goes Beast Machines Cheetor. That's what it was! I was like, this is from something. I can't think of what it was. I'm like, it's not, it's not Ninja Turtles. Ian Arden never did that. But uh, yeah, he's like spinning them all around. Fancy, crazy, and gets Galvatron against the wall. But just as he's about to finish him... This reminded me of uh, the end of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where uh, Alan Rickman's got him down, and the, and the Kevin Costner just pulls the dagger out that she gave him earlier and stabs him right in the chest. Yeah, it doesn't just stab him. He slices Optimus kind of from, like, like all the way up his sternum. Yeah, like right up to through one of his shoulders, and Optimus falls forward from this, and he's still holding the swords. They kind of cut the sides of the wall down and he falls through that and he is face down on the ground out so we go back to the kids and they're watching the battle from Jetfire. who cares about them and then we go back to hotshot who i believe says stealth mode yeah he orders them to switch to stealth mode which i guess just means fly in blasting as loud as you can and tidal wave when he comes flying in <laughs> actually what it means paul is uh flying the mighty ducks flying v that's the attack they take a every team just goes into a flying v and, and approaches <laughs> tidal wave on his way in. he's just like tidal wave like <laughs> that's, that's anyway so optimus stands up and I, I forget how it happens but he and megatron just get blown out of like the wall blows out and they get sucked out of Unicron, and they're now standing on on Unicron. Yeah, it doesn't show what exploded to get them there, but that is what happens. But uh, the other Transformers see this, but even the Decepticons are still more interested in destroying Unicron. Like, they can see their boss fighting Optimus, and they're still not attacking the Autobots. And Galvatron tells them, look, never mind Unicron, we'll have his power soon enough. Like, deal with the Autobots. And Optimus tells Hotshot, Keep up the attack. Destroy Unicron. Yeah, and the Decepticons never follow... It's not just that they don't follow Galvatron's orders. There's not even acknowledgement of... Like, you don't even see Cyclonus saying anything. Yeah. It's, it's just not dealt with. Or, or Demolisher. And then Optimus and Galvatron, they get into it again. And after grabbing Galvatron's fist and holding it forever, Optimus just throws him into a wall like 10 blocks away. Like, it zooms out. And when you can figure out how big these guys are, the distance they are apart, it'd be like picking up somebody and throwing them 30 feet. And then Galvatron starts to show off his bow staff skills. <laughs> um, he rips this giant, I mean, pipe for lack of a better word, but it becomes a bow staff and just starts spinning it around like Star Wars kid. But uh, now the Matrix is back, just flying around on its own and the kids see this and Alexis wonders why Optimus took it off to fight and it just reminded me of that line in Trailer Park Boys, I think it's season four, where Ricky points out that uh, Randy takes his pants off to fight so they don't get ripped and he has that line, when the pants come off, look the fuck out. <laughs> Maybe that's so, it. We go back to the Galvatron and Optimus fight, and it gets very kung fu. I love this. This was kind of like, it felt like an homage to old school kung fu movies, but uh, Megatron, Galvatron whips the bow staff out, and Optimus jumps up and lands on it, yeah. and then runs up it and kicks Megatron in the face. Yep. Boot to the head again. Boot to the head. And then picks him up and starts doing 
some kind of pro wrestling move. I guarantee there's a name for this, what he's doing, but he basically has him on his shoulders and he's kind of bending him sideways. It's called a backbreaker. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's kind of seems what happens because we cut into like a, a, a up of Megatron's abdomen, I think. And it's getting like ripped apart and disjointed. Yeah. I think Optimus is literally snapping his back, but at the same time, I keep saying Megatron, Galvatron has jammed this staff into Optimus's back. Well, yeah, I know that it ends up there, but I, I rewound it so many times. Like, how did he, when did he do it? But yeah, we don't way, see it happen. Yeah, but it happens. When he, he throws Galvatron down, like, again, sparks just shooting out of his abs. But we see that the staff sticking out of like Optimus's truck windshield on his back. Yeah, and they're they're both in really bad shape to the point where they acknowledge, like Galvatron says, this is it, I'm, I'm done. So do whatever you want, because I'm done. Yep, and then Optimus starts pulling the pipe or whatever it is out of his back. And I thought for sure he was going to go all like Ezekiel 25, 17, but nope. He says, <laughs> Not well, all right, we'll call it a draw. <laughs> and then uh, Galvatron just stands up. And I, I, actually, I couldn't tell if he starts to fly away or Unicron suck, is starting to suck him in because Unicron opens his <laughs> chomper mouth and starts sucking things in, I think. Well, yeah, I have down that he transforms and they get separated and Hotshot orders an attack, even though that's what they were doing, wasn't it? And yeah, no, back no, down no, on no, Unicron, no. now Optimus and Galvatron are being pulled down into a black hole looking thing, for lack of anything else to call it. And Galvatron even tells Optimus, let me go. Then Unicron will be destroyed, but Optimus can't do that. So I can only assume that sometime between the fight that just finished and where we are now, they're, they're like mind swapped because Galvatron would never say, Optimus, let me die so the universe can be saved. That's <laughs> what the fuck? That's not Galvatron. That's not even Megatron. No, but it, whoever this is, it reminds Optimus, if I'm gone, there won't be enough evil in the universe but <laughs> for Unicron to survive. And then Optimus still won't let him go. So again, he transforms that dagger out of his hand and I don't know whether he cuts off his own hand, but he cuts himself free from Optimus and gets sucked into the vortex. And then we go to Hot Jot and Hot Jot, Hot Shot and Jet Fire saying goodbye to the kids. And through exposition, we learn like the war's over, everybody's friends. Lollipops and rainbows. Going back to when he fell into the thing, though, Unicron just disappears like poof, he's gone. Like it's not even crumbles apart, explodes, fades, nothing. It's just poof, gone. Like, oh, Paul, if that, if that upset you, just wait about a minute. Um, so the Minicons who promised Optimus they were going to stay and protect the kids leave with Jetfire and Hotshot. And they, there's some uh, dumb Optimus speech about peace. And then he transforms and flies to the universe. And then who should show up? The Unicron. Not only did Unicron need the negative energy from the millions of years of war between the Autobots and Decepticons to charge up, come to his full power, whatever you want to call it, he still needs it to just survive? Well, that makes sense. That's his source of energy, as silly as it is. But then we find out it's really just Galvatron's evil and hatred of Optimus that's keeping the lights on, and Galvatron sacrifices himself, and Unicron disappears pretty much instantly. Now, if you were Unicron and you knew that it was Galvatron's hatred of Optimus you were surviving off of, which he absolutely did, look how much he tried 
tried to get Optimus to admit it was no different, then why would you ever risk letting him out of your sight, let alone get into situations where he or Optimus could get killed? If all it takes is Galvatron being pissed off at something and him defeating Optimus would end no better than the other way around, then redirect his anger. The only reason he hates Optimus is because Optimus is stopping him from conquering the universe. Well, tell him something else is a bigger, more pressing reason why he can't do it. Hey, Galvatron, you know what's keeping you from conquering the universe? Rad. And you know what else? Stars. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, you totally need to deal with all the stars before Optimus and before me. In fact, never come after me. Hey, do you want to join me? Hey, tell them gravity is the problem. Let's see destroy that. Or the number six. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The last episode of Armada Mortal Kombat. Mm. What'd you think, Paul? Uh, the action, action, action was good, good, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, the fight the credit was awesome. where credits do those fights because it gave... You know, it was like two or three different fights. They were all great. I just wish they had have had more than just those two fighting, though. Like, why at no point did the Decepticons not even acknowledge, oh, look, Galvatron's back. Let's give it to the Autobots. Like, just have Demolisher sucker one of them or something, anything. Yeah, really. The fact that it wasn't even acknowledged was kind of messed up. And, like, what was up with Unicron just being there at the end? Optimus yeah. flies away, and there's Unicron at the end of planet, and he's back in planet mode, and he's totally fine. Well, and then we glossed over too, but when Optimus is floating in space, he floats right past the Matrix and he calls it, oh, look, it's the Transformers Matrix or something he calls it. Like, I'm not worthy to wear it. Like, what? Well, how much, okay, here's the question, Paul. How much of the ending of this series do you think will be either completely retconned or just ignored for Energon? Uh, I guarantee Optimus will have the Matrix back and Optimus will be back. Oh, he'll be on Earth and everything will be, yeah, he'll be fine. And Yeah. I'd be surprised if they even, like, acknowledge, like, will they even acknowledge Starscream existed or Thrust or any of that? I'm wondering how much they just whitewash. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see a couple, I don't know, washed out schmucks, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Uh, you can also email the show, transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, which is the series wrap-up, keep on transforming. See you later. You're not going anywhere.